0: Welcome to Shout Out Patriots. I'm your host, Martin Moyer, here to entertain, inform, and possibly annoy you. For the next several weeks, or possibly months, who's counting anyway, we're switching formats to a one-man show, meaning you're going to get a heavy dose of what's eating at my mind, seasoned with a pinch of sparkling wit, of course. The reason for this change, which I'll repeat like a broken record for the next several weeks, Until our current audience catches up to the new format, it's because we're moving into the traveling months. Ah, yes, the time of year when we all pack our bags and say adios responsibilities. I have to travel, our guests have to travel, and our fancy equipment can only go with one of us, which, you guessed it, It's me, lucky me. I get to babysit our beloved gear and show while our co-hosts frolic on sunny beaches or wherever they're off to. So grab some milk duds and enjoy this and our upcoming solo editions the best you can until everyone can get back home, reclaim their headsets, and save you from my endless monologues. Here's to making the best of this situation. Well, folks, I'm going to kick things off today with something I reckon will knock your socks off. So get ready, grab the popcorn, strap on your thinking caps, and brace yourselves for a wild adventure into the realm of girly man lingerie. Now, I know what you're thinking. Marty, what's a down-to-earth conservative fellow like you jabbering about girly man unmentionables? Well, let me tell you. There's this swanky new lingerie brand making waves, and it's liable to make your sweet old grandma blush something fierce. This one is a real noodle-scratcher, I tell you. So, there's this brand called Femmes Unleashed, which purports to be by women for women. But, get this. They've gone and featured a fella wearing lady bras and bloomers in their latest ad campaign. I mean for crying out loud what self-respecting woman wants to see that when she's browsing for her dainty underpinnings now I'm no lingerie connoisseur but I reckon most gals would rather see those frilly things on other women but heck what do I know maybe there's a big old untapped market for fellas in lacy underthings stranger things have happened i suppose but here's the real kicker the ad's catchphrase is empowerment starts from within. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall empowering women involves the mental image of their bows sporting their bras and their panties. But perhaps I'm missing the point. Maybe this is just a gutsy, trailblazing marketing tactic aimed at giving the lingerie industry a good old shakeup. Well, who's to say? Maybe the next fashion phrase will be fellas prancing down the catwalk in stilettos and push-up ross while the ladies holler, give me some of that. Yeah, I ain't holding my breath either. I suppose we'll just have to sit tight and see if this ad campaign soars like an eagle or goes down in flames like, I don't know, Bud Light. In the meantime, you can bet your boots I'll be sticking to my trusty, tried and true tidy So, our favorite transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, recently claimed that there are racial disparities in road fatalities because, and I quote, roads are designed and built for a reason. And what reason might that be, you ask? Well, let me tell you. It's to oppress minorities. Yes, you heard me correct. Our transportation infrastructure is apparently discriminatory. Now, I'm sure we've all heard of racist people, racist institutions, and even racist policies, but come on, racist roads? I've yet to see a crosswalk with a swastika or a KKK symbol. I mean, who knew that while we were innocently cruising down the highway or taking a leisurely drive through our neighborhoods, we were unwittingly participating in a system that oppresses black, indigenous, and people of color. I've seen white dividing lines dividing the black pavement. Maybe that's what Buttigieg is talking about. I mean, what else could it be? There must be some sort of symbolism there. Buttigieg says we see a lot of racial disparities. Really, a lot. anyway. He says black and brown Americans, tribal citizens, and rural residents are much more likely to lose their lives whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. Why? Because roads are racist. That's like blaming the wrong colored shoelaces for losing a marathon. In any case, it's clear that Mr. Buttigieg is paving the way, pun is absolutely intended, for a new era of infrastructure analysis. Maybe next, he'll claim that road signs with pictures on them implies that people of color can't read. We'll just have to wait and see. So off to the Windy City. And speaking of driving, you're going to have to buckle up on this one because we're headed right into the chaos. In an article from the Daily Mail, we've learned that Chicago's new mayor has condemned a recent takeover of sorts. Now, when you hear takeover, you might think of something like an alien invasion or perhaps Godzilla strolling through the city. But no, this takeover is being perpetrated by none other than teenagers. Hundreds of them. That's right. Nearly a thousand teens took over that windy city last weekend, blocking traffic, vandalizing property, firing weapons, and even setting some cars on fire. It all became just too much for Chicago Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson, so he had to make excuses for them. The mayor says it's not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. I mean, shouldn't we demonize the little demons? I'm not going to criticize anyone who demonizes people who set cars on fire. And let's not forget, we're talking about the same city where some want to pass laws making it a crime to put ketchup on a hot dog. That's right, they want rules for condiments, but no rules for teens running amok. Anyway, the city's administration says it's working on a plan to address this chaos. A plan. I can just see it now. They're probably going to gather the city's teens together for a mandatory Buttigieg talk on why they shouldn't be on the streets to begin with because, you guessed it, they're racist. How about this for a plan? Put them in jail. It's just wrong that people now have to live in a society where protecting the feelings of criminals is somehow more important than protecting the innocent. So here's a story that is both shocking and baffling a transgender teacher at Fox Chapel Middle School in Florida has been removed after allegedly threatening to shoot students. I don't care if you're on the left or the right. We can all agree shooting kids is just plain wrong. The unnamed teacher had recently learned of a social media post discussing his sexual orientation negatively. Apparently this made him very angry and he made a comment that he wanted a shoot up some students. The teacher was then sent to the school guidance counselor's office on March 24 after he admitted he was having some bad thoughts, you think? But what I find even more interesting is the fact that the teacher immediately added that he would never harm a student. I mean, come on, you just threatened to shoot up some kids. What do you think people are going to think? Even after this admission, the school's district refused to fire him, if you can believe that. Well, believe it. It took the intervention of Florida's Department of Education to step in to throw this teacher out by the proverbial seat of his pants. Let me read you a quote from the Florida's Department of Ed. Earlier this week, the department was informed of a situation regarding student safety at a school in Hernando County, Upon the department's bringing the concern to the superintendent Wednesday evening, only then did the district remove the teacher from the school. Effectively, yesterday, Thursday, April 13. I mean, transgenders are almost like Teflon. It's hard to get anything to stick to them, even if they threaten to kill a bunch of little kids. If this were a TV show, we'd probably change the channel, but this is the real world we're living in. It's like a never-ending reality show with increasingly bizarre, twisted plots. But I guess that's just the world we live in today, where people can say and do whatever they want, and then just claim that they were joking when they get called out on it. It's one of those stories that can make you laugh and cry at the same time. Okay, let's dive into another world of controversy. In an article published by Fox News, We've discovered that the U.N. is backing legal recommendations that would allow adults to have sex with minors. The Geneva-based International Commission of Jurists, along with U.N. AIDS and the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, released a report that claims children have both the capacity and the legal right to make their own sexual decisions. No word on whether this report was drafted on Epstein Island. Here's a quote from the authors of the report, the International Commission of Jurists Persons under 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests. In this context, the Commission adds the enforcement of criminal laws should reflect the rights and the capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. That's a bunch of wordy gobbledygook to say kids should be able to decide for themselves if they want to have sex with an adult. Women's rights activist Michelle huria from Melbourne, Australia took to Twitter to express her outrage, calling the report evil and accusing it of gaslighting women everywhere. The hideous UN report, she tweeted, seeks to decriminalize sex, even between children and minors. Evil. And guess what? The report was released on International Women's Day, no less. Talk about timing, right? I mean, what is it about these Women's Day celebrations that make liberals go absolutely crazy? Hershey's comes out with a transgender chocolate bar. Bud Light comes out with a transgender on a beer can. Femmes Unleashed comes out with a biological man dressed for an ad about sexy lingerie. And then this. The UN on International Women's Day publishes a report justifying kids having sex with adults. Well, folks, there you have it. A wild ride through a world where reality seems to be stranger than fiction. So, let's recap. We've got male models in women's lingerie, roads that are apparently racist, teenagers on the rampage, teachers threatening to shoot students, and the UN recommending that adults should be allowed to have sex with minors. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if the next big headline is about aliens landing on Earth and demanding to be served sentinel flavored Bud Light while wearing girly man lingerie. So keep smiling, folks, and buckle up, because it looks like this roller coaster of ridiculousness is far from over. And remember, no matter how crazy things get, At least we're all in this together.